You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on Public Radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I am pleased and honored to have two longtime friends in the studio today to talk about uh, a great loss that we had. And we also got another colleague and friend on the line. However, before we get started with them, I just want to uh, acknowledge once again our brother Leonard Ladd, who we had the services for him just this past uh, two weeks. And um, the gentleman we're going to talk about today icon, community activist, businessman, uh, Mr. Sammy Armstrong, which I mentioned last week as well. I also mentioned that I would have uh, three gentlemen, as Mr. Elgin Simpson and Mr. Alfonso Eason and Mr. Bob Connors. Bob was unable to make it, so we have Eugene Campbell, my colleague in the fire service, Chief Campbell, uh, got his notice Five minutes ago, <laughs> Elgin and, and, and Funds, they got theirs four hours ago. But look, man, I just I just thought it was important. Again, this is a veteran show, and Funds, I know that you are a veteran, so please uh, let our audience know what branch you served in and how long. Uh, I've served in the U.S. Army uh, two years. I was drafted, and uh, I've served most of it in 18 months in Vietnam. Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling our, our last on the last show uh, last week, uh, Dr. Crab, who is a, a a vet as well. She uh, is one of those Marines, and she uh, actually went into the theater. And I told her I was pleased and thank God that I didn't go into the war zone. Thank God. Yeah, you, you, think, you think I'm crazy? That people think I'm crazy? <laughs> I'd probably be a real nut. Uh, uh, Chief Campbell. Chief Campbell. Yes, sir. I'm here. Yeah. How you doing, David? I'm doing well. Chief, what what branch did you serve? Uh, United States Air Force, five years. Both. Right. <laughs> and Elgin, I don't believe you were in the military, but no, I wasn't you, in the military. But you did a lot of work around this doggone community. <laughs> yes, he did. And, and one thing I want to say, and then we're going to go deep dive into some of Sam's work in our community. But one thing. I already knew Elgin, but we got much closer together, as Gene can uh, attest to, when we were working with Camp, not Camp Brotherhood, uh, Community, Community Peace. Peace. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Man, had us out there in them red doggone jackets, man. I'm like, man. Orange. We were, orange. Yeah, they were orange. orange yeah, orange, man. And we out there, Gene and I, we, we fire service people. We out there, and uh, he had these... We had put together these teams of people, man, even had a policeman, had news media on our teams. And we went out into the thick of things, man, and got the community to settle down. Because, boy, when they – Gene, was you on the run when when, when, when the uh, when the fire started after the Rodney King? Pow, pow. 
Yeah, yeah. I was, I was on the, before they started shooting, uh, Dave, I was responding <laughs> to Station 3. And they got over there to the uh, Out of Bounds Lounge, mm-hmm. went in there to put the fire out, and then uh, they started, we had a firefighter, the, the, the roof collapsed. Mm-hmm. We had a firefighter in there and the roof collapsed, and they started shooting over the building. But ain't that something, June, Gene out there getting shot at, and then we go back out unarmed, and these, thanks to Elgin, and these doggone orange windbreakers, man, <laughs> dealing with all the, in, in the developments, whether it's Marble Manor, uh, Gerson, we was out there, man. But anyway, Elgin, tell us a little bit about you and who you are and what you've been up to. My name is Elgin Simpson. I'm a native of Nevada, and I was born here 78 years ago. <laughs> and I was born in West, Side, Los, West Las Vegas, and I have always felt it was my responsibility to give back to the community, and I was raised that way. Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't if something went wrong in the community. When I was a kid, my mom and dad always stepped up, and so it just became human nature for me to do the same thing when I had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to open the gates up on our friend, our friend who just transitioned. And when Fonz came over to the house, he was all upset, got me upset. I'm like, man, I had just talked to Sam. Anyway, Uh, let's talk about Sam as a businessman first, and then we'll talk about some of his overall community activities. Elgin, why don't you start, please? Sam came to me. Well, I met Sam Armstrong in 1963 when he came here from mm. California, mm-hmm. and we've been friends ever since. And he came to me, and he had him and Douglas Ray McCain mm-hmm. and James Enos and Bob Connors had been talking about a business idea. Mm. And so Bob and, and James kind of backed out. So him and Doug formed a company called Ray and Ross Transport. Mm-hmm. And he needed some help. And we both worked at Transportation Unlimited at the time. So because mm-hmm. uh, actually Sam taught me how to drive a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew how to drive a truck, but I couldn't drive a bus mm-hmm. like it was supposed to be mm-hmm. driven. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when he asked for help, I volunteered my services. And so when they signed the corporate papers, I was the witness to that. Mm. And so from then on, my job was to help him develop his company and his ideas. Mm-hmm. And Sam had a head full of them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so... <clears throat> Uh, it took us some time, but we had some battles with the Public Service Commission, and, mm-hmm. and but we finally figured out what we needed to do and uh, started building the company. Right. And uh, I helped negotiate the contracts. We had contracts with Nellis Air Force Base, and then we developed a deal with the unions to— because at that time, test site workers, only the white-collar workers, mm-hmm. were transported up to the site on mm-hmm. buses. Mm-hmm. The construction workers had to figure out the way, the way to get there. Right. And so we developed a system of them paying us. They bought in the tickets mm-hmm. on Monday. They, they could ride the bus through Monday through Friday mm-hmm. to work and back home from work mm-hmm. every day. And we developed that. And 
Sam got, well, actually, a friend of ours came to us and said the government was going to start transporting the construction workers. Mm-hmm. And we said, wait a minute, you can't do that. You're interfering with our business. So a friend of ours called and said, meet me. We met him at a bar. He explained mm-hmm. that that was something in the law that said about government infringing on uh, private enterprise mm-hmm. when they were doing something. Right. So we, and all he told us was what there was a law. We mm-hmm. had to find it. Mm-hmm. So we went back <laughs> and started looking through the, mm-hmm. the books and everything and found the, found the law, mm-hmm. challenged them on it. They said, okay. And so they devised a set-aside mm-hmm. for a s- small business. And they gave us three buses, to, out of the rest of the, the contract they had with mm-hmm. with uh, LTR mm-hmm. and uh, and gave Westside three buses, mm-hmm. and then about three months later they came back and gave us three more, and so we started scrambling around to find money to buy additional <laughs> buses, and from there we just kept growing. And, yep, uh, that's excellent. We kept negotiating contract after contract. Mm-hmm. So funds, you was with the company for a period of time or were you not? Uh, yes, I were. What, what were you doing? Um, I came in as a helper mm. in the shop. So um, one of the guys got sick in the parts room. His name was Tommy Dare. Mm-hmm. And and Carl Burns, he come to me. He said, Farms, I've been watching you in this parts room. And he said, man, you got everything down pat. Where did you learn this from? I said, well, I learned it in Vietnam, you know, mm. on the Hueys, <laughs> the helicopter. Right, and right. So um, he went to Sam, and he told Sam, he said, man, he said, Fonz, he really showed up in the poetry room. Mm-hmm. And so I got shot. And I was off work, and he asked Elgin them who's running the parts room, and they said Fonzo. And Sam told me he said, "Man, I've been running around having problems all the time, and here you is, you need to come in." And and I didn't know, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, it kind of made me feel good. Mm -hmm. And after that, you know, uh, we got closer and closer. Closer and closer. Right. You know, when I first met Sam, I met him on the golf course. Mm. Uh, I was working for the Sands Hotel. Mm-hmm. And we was out there cooking steaks and everything. Mm-hmm. And the bus drivers were just standing there. Right. So I walked up to Sam. I said, Sam, if you're hungry, mm-hmm. you want to eat? Mm-hmm. Sam said, yeah. And all the bus drivers beat Sam down, <laughs> down to the tent. Right. <laughs> and Sam said, man. He said, I had to get them out, you know, mm-hmm. it was time to go. Mm-hmm. And they stand there eating them big New Yorks and all <laughs> that, man. <laughs> you know? So uh, Sam and I, we've been friends, man. He was a very, you know, he was my mentor, man. Right, he, just, right. he Everything Sam did, I did. Mm-hmm. We traveled. Mm-hmm. We, oh, man. Just, now, I, let me ask you this because I want to segue into Sam as a horseman. 
Were mm-hmm. you a horseman as well? And, uh, I, and, and, and the reason why I'm, I'm said waking because I, I know that Gene was a horseman. Yeah. In fact, Gene, one of his horses stepped on my toe, still messed up. Gene, <laughs> Gene, Gene come on in. Come on in, Gene, and tell us about Sam as a horseman. Well, you know, um, it's funny that, that how we all met Sam. I met Sam. I can't remember how I met Sam, whether I was the president of Black Firefighters or, or you know, working with the with the snow with the Sierra snow gliders trying mm. to get the kids up on the mountains with his bus company. But right, um, came to a period of time when Sam somehow started thinking about this. I don't know if he started thinking about home or whatever. And you know, we had that connection already, so we started working with this gentleman. I can't think of his name now. I used to live on the Cater. Used to have horses. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I had horses, and so we started talking about horses, and then Sam got his place out there on Farm Road, and, uh, um, you know, we started doing this horse thing, and then lo and below it, I just went, as as you called me, Dave, I ran into my office and pulled out our articles of incorporation mm-hmm. for the Buffalo Soldiers here in 2005, and Sam was our president, so, you know, it goes way back to talking about Tennessee Walkers with Sam, quarter horses, and just... Right around before all that Northwest was just desert. Right. Yeah. You know what? I I recall going out there to the ranch and and you know I want because I like to ride. Never owned a horse. So f- Sam say, "Can you ride?" I say, "Yeah, I can ride." Man, I got up on that horse. Man, took off. Man, it was like. And then he said, "Since you like to ride, come over and check this out." As Gene mentioned, the Tennessee Walk. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! You talk. I ain't never been on a horse that was that smooth, man. Yes, you said, indeed. man, this the one, man. Do Do you ride it off? Uh, Did you ride? I do. Or, or, or was you like Ray Feaster, scared no, of horse? I mm-hmm. um, I didn't have a horse, but I, you know, you did ride. I, I rode, okay. you know. All right. And plus, uh, when I moved over to Sam's. Mm. I took care of Sam's horse. Oh, you took care of him. Okay. <laughs> I but, made sure he ate. And, I mean, I heard. Right. I made sure she ate and everything. When Sam left, you know, I'd been to trips and stuff, mm-hmm. I was there. Mm-hmm. You, you know, uh, Gene, well, I'm, I'm we glad. We were you... raised with horses. Right. You were. I mm-hmm. was. Uh-huh. You know, Mr. Ray's had horses. Oh, oh yeah. So we used to go ride his horses all Mr. the time. I remember Mr. Ray. Gene, mm-hmm. you mentioned, and, and I want to definitely talk a little bit about this. You mentioned the Buffalo Soldiers. So Sam was instrumental, I assume, and I don't I don't think Sam went to the military, but he was no. a driver. I don't think Dr. Uh, what's the name for the university? Not community college. Uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Dr. Meacham. Dr. Meacham. Yeah. I just looked at the picture. Praise God. I just pulled up the picture that I had, and I, I pulled up, and it had Dr. Meacham. I know Fonzo was, was, was part of that. Mm. There was quite a few brothers. Even Leonard Ladd, the brother you had mentioned earlier, Mm-hmm. He was a member of the Buffalo Soldiers because we all started getting those uniforms and then Sam made us get the right uniforms with the right insignia. You know, people were doing the research mm-hmm. and then they, they went out and started speaking to kids in the school. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, doing yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Leadership, you know, that's all a part of who Sam, Sam was, giving back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Go ahead, Fun. Now, that's when it was a very exciting, very interesting when you go out and you teach the kids. To and you know them. what, man? I'm, I'm admiring the way you've mm-hmm. come about now because you're coming mm-hmm. here with a wimp sound. Gene, you should have heard him. Ah, man, speak on. up. But you, you're doing it now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm but, sorry, folks. <laughs> but, you know, we go in schools and mm-hmm. 
And it was just that I didn't know nothing about the Buffalo Soldiers at first. Right. And Sam gave me a book mm-hmm. and said, yeah, read it. Mm-hmm. And I got to reading and reading, and next thing I know, man, hey, everywhere Sam went, I was there. You know? Buffalo. So yeah. you did become a member. That's good. Oh, oh yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Elgin, what's, what, talk about some other community activities, because I know y'all did some big banquets, as I recall, with Ray and Ross. Y'all, really we, had, we had fundraisers for the Armstrong Scholarship. Fund. Okay. And wow. we did fundraisers at uh, Cashman Field. Mm-hmm. Oh, for yeah, a number of years. I remember mm-hmm. that big show and, uh, y'all yeah, put on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we also went to schools. Mm-hmm. We would show, take our buses to schools, mm-hmm. especially in West Las Vegas, because we wanted kids to see people like us right. as right. businessmen. That's and right. You, if you want this, mm-hmm. you can get it. That's right. You just got to go out and work for it. That's right. You know? That's right. And so we we were involved in a lot of things. Uh, mm-hmm. I... Community peace took up a lot of my time from 1992 to probably 1996. And you know what? That tells yeah. me what kind of man he was because I'm telling you, in serving, I wasn't even a fire chief, but I told my boss, I said, look, I go to these meetings and I just take a little time off. He said, no, you're representing us. Mm-hmm. So what you out there doing what you was doing, mm-hmm. Sam just gave you the nod, man, because – that is he knew what it was about. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had discussed it the night of the riot. Mm-hmm. We were at the office when everything started happening. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we saw it coming because I said, Sam, something's been to go wrong. Because mm-hmm. they, were, they were attempting to go to downtown to march. That's right. <laughs> and the cops blocked them. Mm-hmm. And I got a phone call mm-hmm. that said, something's about to jump off. I called Sam, called Doug, said, Get in the office. Mm-hmm. I went back to the office, and we sat there. And soon, not 10 minutes later, everything, all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. And we decided what we needed to do. Sam got on the phone and called somebody at Nevada Power. Mm-hmm. I called somebody at Southwest Gas. Mm-hmm. Doug knew somebody over at the phone company. And we said, look, the power is out over here. Some people don't have gas. Mm -hmm. Some people's phones are not working. Mm -hmm. What do you need to do to get crews? They said, we ain't sending our crews over there without some protection. I said, just hang on a minute. Mm -hmm. I called my friend at the police department. He put me on the phone with the sheriff. Mm -hmm. I said, we'll guarantee to take care of them if you guys will allow them in and we'll make sure they get protected and mm-hmm. you guys can be a part of that. Right. And we did. Mm-hmm. And we, the next day, Nevada Power had its crews there, mm-hmm. Southwest Gas, Central Telephone. We got there by noon that day. We were barbecuing because mm-hmm. we had all the power back on. Right, mm-hmm. right. Great phones. And you, David. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when you jumped off the fire truck, and you grabbed a mag out of what was Channel Eight's hand, and you said, "Let me tell y'all something. I'm out here putting out fires, and y'all shooting da 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 da." And I said, "What?" And after that, 
I think they just cease fire. Yeah, you, know? you, you, you embellished. I, I, it wasn't quite like that. But I did get on. It was pretty on good. No, I didn't snatch anyone's mic, but but you she got it. Put, don't. But she put the mic in my face, and well, I did well. tell her what time it was. But I can tell you that Gene will tell you that he and I was. I don't know where we were, but anyway, Metro didn't want to let us through the neighborhood. I said, mm-hmm. Gene, I grew up over here. I know every. They can't cover every street. So by the time mm-hmm. me and Gene get to Shays, and we split up, going on home, I get a call from John Edmund. Mm-hmm. That you know that yeah. they've left, mm-hmm. and then uh, the president of the NAACP at the time, God rest his soul, Jesse Scott said, mm-hmm. "Oh, we ne- they never shoot at firefighters." Tommy Grayson on another channel <laughs> pointing at the holes in the fire truck. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, they was shooting. <laughs> so everybody scurried out, man. But the bottom line that that what came out of that ultimately was community peace, and it brought a settling. To the community, and I didn't realize the work that you had, guy. But see, things are about relationships, man. Yeah, that relationship that y'all had with them different utilities was able to make the call, the sheriff. I'm telling you, that's how things work, man. Because for another example, I'm there on the on the grounds with John and we with some civilians fighting the fire, mm-hmm. and and a, and an officer come up with with a, with a, a, a squad, which have 13, 14 people, whatever it is, and, and he told us, y'all got to stand down. I said. Oh, Lieutenant, he knew me and I knew him. Mm-hmm. He said, look, Dave, we got to sweep this. That's our orders. And these guys are going crazy, cussing. I said, man, shut up. I want to go home to my family. Let them do their job. And they, then they said, we can go back to fighting the fire. But, man, that was a heck of a night. And like I said, they tried to stop me at G, and we both laughed, man. Mm-hmm. We know what I get, make our way through this neighborhood. But, Gene, back to that horseman thing. Gene, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Well, I just, you know, Sam had a lot of, he had a lot of fun with it. And after a while, we started going to events. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to the part of the Bill Pickett Rodeo. Sam supported those folks when they came out. Mm-hmm. And it just be, became a way not only for that, for that for, but for people to learn how to ride too. Because Sam, Sam would, would, would try to encourage young people to get on the horses and right. stuff. You know, the one thing I like to say, switching up really quick, though, mm-hmm. that we, we, we haven't touched on, but we kind of, uh, Foz talked about it a little bit about Sam being a mentor. Sam was a mentor to a lot of folks. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one of the things in business, you know, Sam and I had several business dealings together, and it's kind of like I was a young pup going along with the school gentleman who's owned property all around town from the Strip out to the Northwest, <laughs> to the West Side, you name it, Sam, uh, Sam owned it. And, you know, just listening to the way he would talk to people about deals and look at deals uh, was was immensely um, something that people had to learn about. So Sam did a lot for a lot of people in leadership outside of some of those things. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up, too. No, I think that's excellent point, Gene. In fact, on the political side, Sam was very astute. And people say... If he supported you dollar wise, he wasn't too astute. <laughs> each time I ran for county commission sale, you know, he made a contribution. And I know that as business people, you have to be careful where you put your money. Mm-hmm. And and I understand that, but I also know that if you're going to be in business, you must have some kind of relationship with elected officials. And sometimes you don't get all that you want. But I know Sam, as you said, Gene, he was very astute, helped a lot of people, to include myself, man. We are going to miss that brother. 
as we prepare to, to, to uh, close things down, we still got another five minutes or so, but I'd like to get some thoughts, some closing remarks. And I guess we'll start with Eugene. Um, and again, we got about five minutes, so you don't have to be quick, quick, quick. But uh, Wes will give me some signals when we get down to the time. So go ahead, Gene. Just well, some thoughts you know, on what I'm saying. You know, the only thing I could say is that I wish I wish I would have had some more time to spend with Sam. I really uh, appreciate his family. I want to shout out to Dusty and the rest of the family, the grandchildren. Yes, sir. Over the years. I've seen them out there at the ranch, whatever. They're probably grown adults now. Mm-hmm. But I just want to just want to tell you my heart and my prayers are with you. And uh, you had a great uh, father, grandfather, uncle, husband, you name it. I just want to say those things about Sam. Great. Thank you, Gene. Fonz. Uh, man, I just, I don't know where to start, man, but I know I'm going to miss Sam. Uh, it's, you know, it's just... Oh, man, I'm about to cry. But Sorry, you know. man. I mean, I understand because, like I say, when you walked up to the house and told me, man, I'm like, what? Yeah, I was. No, but, but uh, I'm trying to stay strong. and uh, You'll be all right, man. Sam you know, would want us all to be strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I just thought today it just came on my heart, man, that I need to get some guys here on the show to talk about Sam and his contribution to our community. And, 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 you, really and you guys and you guys I all really came, appreciate it, man. Yeah, and you guys came immediately to my mind. Mm-hmm. And then Elgin threw in uh Bob Connor. I knew he was very, very yeah. active and played a a, a tight role because they were weren't they brother in laws? No, they just it was buddies. three of them. It, yeah. it was three of them. Okay. It, it was three friends. James Zenus, Bob Connors, and Sam. Man. Okay. And tight buddies. Go ahead. And they came in. And they caught the most beautiful three women <laughs> in town. Okay. You know? And right. after that, you know, uh, you know, like they used to party. Mm-hmm. Cadillac arms mm-hmm. uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And every time they threw a party, I was there. Yeah. And, and Elgin, I see you got Sam's book, which I have as well. And I can mm-hmm. tell you, there's some things I learned about Sam in that book that I didn't know. And uh, this brother was, a, he was just a, a, a natural go-getter. Because sometimes... I think God gives us certain strengths and certain skills and abilities, man, that we just take off. Elgin. Well, Sam was a guy that loved people. Mm -hmm. And he had a big heart. Mm -hmm. He wasn't perfect. No, He was not flawless. No. But he and I just got done working on the project with the West Side School Foundation Mm -hmm. to do the 100th anniversary of Westside School. Mm-hmm. And we just finished that up at the end of September. Mm-hmm. And we spent, I don't know how many hours. Mm-hmm. Sam didn't go to Westside School. Right. Sam went to school in Arkansas. Right. So, yeah. And uh, so, but he was willing to help. Mm-hmm. And so we helped Brenda put together the process mm-hmm. and, and kick it off. And, mm-hmm. it, and it turned out to be fantastic. Great celebration. Great. But that was just who Sam Armstrong was. Mm-hmm. He yeah. cared about the community, and he cared about the people in it. Absolutely. And I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to talk about it. Well, you know, That's I, right, man. I just thought it was important, and, it, it, and I, had a, I had a vacancy in my schedule. I'm like, because me and Marsha was in, and Gene, we were in Oklahoma City this past uh, weekend working on our retreat for the Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at my thing last night, I'm like, oh, man, I got a whole, 
because I try to come in here. And again, people know it's taped. Mm-hmm. I try to come in here. I don't want to come to the university four times a month. Mm-hmm. I try to come two times. But I didn't schedule my second show, which this is the second show mm-hmm. that will air the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or that Saturday after Thanksgiving. So, uh, again, man, I, I can't thank you guys enough. And I know that you would bring some some valuable insight that will be shared with the veterans and others out there in our community. Because I think it's important for us to... Sam had one heck of a legacy that we cannot allow. So I, we, we'll come back again sometime down the road and continue to talk about this man. Go ahead, Father. Um, let me say this about Sam. Sam couldn't dance, right? <laughs> and um, he had a birthday party. Mm-hmm. So everybody dancing, and he was up in the corner. <laughs> so I go up and I grab his hand and I pull him in the middle of the mm-hmm. floor. Mm-hmm. And everybody stopped, and Sam started dancing, and the party was on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I had friends of Brother Sammy Armstrong, Elgin Simpson, Mr. Alfonso Eason, and Mr. Eugene Campbell, Chief Eugene Campbell, and Wes is telling me the time is now. So thank you all, and uh, look forward, and, and certainly want to extend again Condolences to the family of Sammy Armstrong. Take care, everyone. Talk to you next month.